0: Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Online Blog Academy podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Neven, and I'm here to make sure that you get the latest and most valuable tips and tricks to make you level up your blogging game. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on any of our fantastic episodes. Now, have you ever found yourself working tirelessly? On your blog like creating amazing content but still struggling to improve your SEO performance let me tell you I I've been there it's not fun it's like throwing a fabulous party but no one really knows the address so no one shows up But fear not, my fellow bloggers, today I will be sharing my personal experience, how I dramatically improved my SEO by optimizing my blog's internal linking structure. Trust me, this one is a game changer. And by the end of the episode, you'll be itching to transform your blog's SEO as well. So if you want to see your blog's organic traffic skyrocket and climb up those search engine rankings please stick around. And hey, if you love what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay ahead of the curve. This is the Online Blog Academy podcast. We are a weekly podcast to help entrepreneurs, bloggers and creators smash their online business goals. Whether you need help with marketing or SEO or crafting content that converts or maybe even just earning money off your project or website, well this podcast is for you. Tune in, sit back and don't forget to subscribe. back when I started my blogging journey my internal linking was a hot mess honestly it looked like you know spaghetti thrown at a wall I was just having a look at what stuck and you know what I had no idea how crucial internal linking was for SEO well I did but I kind of forgot (laughs) more about this later So I basically kept creating content blissfully unaware of the goldmine that I was actually sitting on. And then finally this, this light bulb switched on and I realized how important internal linking actually is. But guess what? By that time I had so many blog posts that I felt like I was staring at a mountain of unlinked content. I won't lie, it was pretty daunting. But then I discovered an incredible plugin that not only made my life easier, but also helped my ranking soar to new heights. So that's a win-win. And today I am going to spill the beans on how you can do the same for your blog. folks let's dive into the nitty-gritty of internal linking you see even when we bloggers pour our hearts and souls into creating high quality content we sometimes find ourselves stuck in the big massive SEO swamp and you know what I've been there myself oh my god I have made so many mistakes but because I made the mistakes I can now help you avoid those mistakes now you could be wondering, Lisa, you used to work in SEO, you used to be a digital marketing marketing executive. How did you forget something as crucial as internal linking? Well, let me tell you, when you're an expert, when you when you have been at something for a long time, it is so easy to overlook the small stuff. And it is something that you will notice yourself like if you become an expert in something then it could be that because you are looking at the bigger picture that you forgot that that you forget the small picture so last year one of my new year's resolutions was to watch at least two hours of course content a week and guess what one of the first courses i took was a primer for new bloggers and when they started talking about the importance of internal linking i swear i could have banged my head against the wall how could i have forgotten something so basic so once i recovered from my internal linking amnesia i rolled up my sleeves and started making changes to my blog and let me tell you, one of the first articles I manually linked, again, I had so many articles, so I started doing them manually. And one of the first articles I linked was about Baalbek in Lebanon, which is like a, a massive, uh, massive ruins of a temple. I would highly recommend visiting. Um, and basically, I started internal linking that post, and suddenly it started climbing up the rankings. This was a post that literally was not ranking. They had no visitors. And now it is, you know, a top 20 performing post on my blog. And, you know, this manual or or this internal linking meant that it was like I had strapped a chat pack onto this blog post. And after a few weeks, I just, I, I saw people... Uh, visiting the blog post people booking tours to the blog post and I just I just couldn't believe how overlooking something as simple as internal linking had helped me back for so long Yeah, that is my journey. (laughs) So now that you have had a taste of my very uh, stupid failing journey of internal linking, let's get down to business and talk about how you can create powerful internal linking structures for your blog. Now, are you ready to become an internal linking wizard? Then buckle up because here's the ultimate game plan complete with insider tips and tricks. Now, one of the very first things that you need to do is understand internal linking. Internal linking is all about connecting your blog posts and pages through hyperlinks. And sure, readers might click on it, but one of the most important things is actually to help search engines understand your content better um, and understand how your content is, is connected And understand that you are an authority on a certain subject so if you are writing an article about let's say a destination about Paris um, and you only have one article on Paris and Google might think hey this person is not really an expert on Paris even though you might live in Paris this person is not an expert on Paris because there's only one article on Paris on this website now if you write 20 articles on Paris and you interlink these articles then you give google the insight that you actually know what you're writing about because there's 20 articles about paris every article is going to be a good quality because you're a good blogger right and because you're interlinking whenever a bot goes to your website and follows that link to another um, article or blog it's gonna say look they interlinked so obviously these things are connected What's the overall connection? Paris, so they're going to be an expert in Paris. And this is just to, you know, improve your EAT and make sure that all of your um, pages on your website are discoverable in and, and easy to index by search engines. Sorry if that was a bit rambly, but basically how I imagine it is that whenever a bot comes onto your website, it crawls your whole page and whenever it sees a link that is do follow, so in, in not no follow, but do follow, it kind of splits in two and one part goes through the rest of the page until it sees another link and splits in two and uh, the other part just follows a link to the other page where it looks through the complete um, web page and whenever it uh, sees a link, it splits into whatever, just so that it can have a look at the website index, etc. So that is why it is important to interlink because um, whenever a a crawler, whether it's Google or Bing or whatever, sees that link, it will follow it as long as it's do follow and index that page. My next tip is to make cornerstone content. Now, cornerstone content is literally a page or a blog post where you give someone the download, like literally everything there is to know about one specific topic. Uh, What you want to do is you want to look at your blog, have a look at, is there a topic? Is there a destination? Is there a theme that I have a lot, like a lot of content about? And then you you kind of bundle that content, um, you rewrite some of it, put it into Cornerstone content, and then start linking out from your Cornerstone content to specific to the specific pages, and then from those specific pages that are all about that topic, back to your cornerstone content. So, for instance, if you're writing about Paris, and then you have articles about restaurants, about attractions, the best uh, San River cruises, um, you put all that information shorter, um, so less less long, <laughs> uh, less deep as well, into cornerstone content. And then when you have your, your paragraph or little piece about the best restaurants in Paris, you link back to the to your large blog post about the best restaurants in Paris. Same for hotels, same for river cruises and whatever not. And then you also go and interlink uh, from hotels, restaurants, river cruises to each other and then back to the cornerstone content. It's like uh, you're, you're basically making a massive spider's web. Next up is strategic linking. Um, I would say that it's important to choose the right anchor text and to also maintain a healthy balance of internal and external link links and to avoid over-optimization. So um, again, you don't want your blog to look like a tangled mass of links. So what I would do is I would make sure that the anchor text is quite descriptive, Relevant and maybe even uses the keyword that you are using on the um, the page that you're linking to. I would avoid linking um, generic phrases like, for instance, click here or read more. I would say, if you want more information on restaurants in Paris, click, uh, read my blog on the best restaurants in Paris. And then you can either uh, blog about the best restaurants in Paris. You can either hyperlink that or the whole thing. It doesn't really matter um but just don't use just click here or read more because it doesn't really give google any information about um about what where it's going to if that makes sense and although anchor tags are like a tiny little uh, ranking factor it still is a ranking factor if that makes sense um maintaining a healthy balance of internal and external links honestly i what i do what i personally do is i have Three um, authority links. So basically, I link to authoritative websites, often about organizations, tourism boards, um, etc. Uh, from my article, I then have my no-follow links, which are my affiliate links, and then I have about three internal links minimum that I use. So instead of just having all your do-follow links be internal links. I would also have do-follow links that are linking back to websites that are considered to be an authority in their field. So for instance, um, for Dubai, visit Dubai, um, if you're writing about an article, if you're writing about an airport, the website for the airport, etc. I wouldn't link back to competitors, but I would link to um, websites of organizations or Websites that are highly relevant and won't really compete with you for the keywords And last but not least as with everything when it comes to blogging and SEO you will need to evaluate and and adjust So as your blog grows as you write more and more please make sure that you regularly assess and fine-tune internal linking strategies and keep everything fresh and up to date Now you can perform a regular content audit uh, and this will identify gaps in internal linking and opportunities for improvement. And I've got a really great plugin for this that basically tells you how many internal links are linking to your article and how many internal links are linking from your article. Uh, But I will talk about this uh, particular plugin later. And what I would also do is I would have a look at my content see where i can make new cornerstone content or where i've written new content that needs to be added to cornerstone content. Because cornerstone content is incredibly important for internal linking. I cannot stress this enough. Sounds like such a massive task. And yeah, I I know what you mean. But let me show you a little joke. And it's so stupid. But it does keep me going when the going gets tough. And it is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So just try and set yourself a goal of optimizing or internally linking x amount of blogs every single day and then after a month two months three months four months year, whatever you will have done all of your blogs okay but um didn't i uh say there was a plugin that could help you yes this plugin is called internal link juicer it is completely free and it is a total lifesaver that allows you to set unique keywords for each blog post. Now, what it does is a plugin scans your entire blog and then automatically inserts internal links whenever it finds those designated keywords. It is basically like having a PA go through every single blog post to then look at unique keywords for each blog post and link them. It It just only takes a few minutes and it's updated every single time you post new content. Now, one of the tips I would give, because I made this mistake at the start when using this plugin, is that you need to use unique keywords. So if you have content about Dubai or Paris, you can't really um, use a keyword Paris or Dubai for every single blog post. uh, Because if you do that, uh, only the very first blog post or the oldest blog post where you've added this keyword um, to will be tagged in internal link juicer. So um, I would only use unique keywords. And then whenever I have written an article, I go to my um, internal link juicer and you can look up the article, see how many links are going through the article, see how how, how many links are coming from the article. And if there's not enough links going or coming, I just manually added the article to or, or or other articles to make sure that there is an internal linking strategy going on, if that makes sense. There is a paid version for $6 a month, like just under $6 actually, where you get all the free features and a personal success manager and also linker for term archives, custom fields, custom links, whatever. But to be fair, I kind of find that the free plan is good enough and that 99% of bloggers are, will be helped with the free plan. So there you have it. I have armed you with insider tips so that you're now ready to tackle internal linking like a pro. Remember though, we eat the elephant bite by bite. If you are overwhelmed, if you have lots of articles to do, just do a couple a day, maybe a few a week, and at the end of the quarter, the month, the year, two years maybe, you will have a perfectly interlinked website. All right, my lovies, let's wrap up this SEO party with a quick recap of what we've covered today. So we've talked about the importance of a strong internal linking structure for boosting your blog's SEO performance. And the steps that you can take to create a good internal link structure includes understanding internal linking and the role in SEO creating that valuable, relevant content, especially in the form of cornerstone content, Uh, strategic linking with the right anchor text, and then a balance of internal and external links. With external links as well, I would recommend having, you know, your external links that are your affiliate links, but also authority links. And then evaluating and adjusting your strategy as your blog grows. And obviously, also don't forget the extra few tips, um, like for instance, including internal links from the get go, um, revisiting old articles, and using internal link juicer plugin. Now, my dear blogging friends, it is time to take action. Go forth and conquer the world of internal linking. Assess your blog's current structure, make improvements where needed, and watch your SEO performance soar over the next few months. And hey, sharing is caring. If you found this episode helpful, please do me a solid and share it with your other blogger friends who could benefit from this treasure trove of internal linking knowledge. Now together we can create a world where every blog's SEO game is on point. So see you next time. This is Lisa Neva from the Online Blog Academy signing off. Keep rocking that internal linking and happy blogging.